0: Birthdays, holidays, crappy days. All those days we use as permission to tell ourselves just this once add up fast. They add up fast because what we do and consume when we celebrate is often the same stuff we do and consume when we're sad. So, how to break this cycle? In this episode, the good doctor explains how to train your brain so that you can progress during lows and highs. Roll the intro! Good morning, good day, everybody. I'm super excited about this. Maybe I'm always excited about this. Does that count? We're going to be kind of talking about that a little bit, I guess, actually. This this very special episode of Coffee with Cashy. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. And, and this is a special occasion. It is. How do I know it's a special occasion? Well, I'm going to be getting into that. Right now, right now. It's very important, and and I'm I'm up in the sky right now because I've I've been I've been in the clouds, all day yesterday and today. My my head is in the clouds. I, I have little other explanation. Um, <laughs> so maybe this will help ground me but I'm interested in hearing how you guys feel about this. Uh, this is kind of a little bit of a philosophical discussion, a little less tactical. But I, I feel like giving you guys the tools to make to make, the t- make your own tactics that fit for you are part of what helps make you your own coach to, to be successful in the long term. So keep, keep that in mind. That's kind of where I'm coming from. Uh, and, and again, why is this a special occasion? Uh, because I'll tell you why. Doing and experiencing stuff out of the norm can be one of the most rewarding things any creature can do, in- including us humans. <laughs> uh, when that happens, it's a special feeling. Don't you think? doing and experiencing things out of the norm is definitely a special feeling. Uh, And I reckon in all my fancy book reading, you are primed to learn stuff and have it stick when you feel that way. In other words, strong emotional anchors also act as strong learning anchors, giving you the greatest chances of logging stuff in, in that noggin, in the noggin. And a fancy pocket pocket protector nerd dork person may call this variable reward programming or something of the sort. Um, As as a a little nerd tangent associated with that, this is kind of partly why gambling, especially games like slot machines can be so dangerous. Because winning at a slot machine has got to be like the single best example of variable reward programming. (laughs) Do the behavior, special occasion, do the behavior again until the reward comes again. And combine that with quick and easy reps where you redistribute your learning points interesting things can and do happen. (laughs) Uh, So I, I, for for the sake of, of making sure we're on the same page here, I want to define celebration as a special occasion. Okay. Now I've actually lost my track here. (laughs) A special occasion is often social. Okay. But that's optional. It's optional with the intention of marking and or remarking a specific person, place, day or event that is or was out of the norm. So I think that covers the celebration aspect of things kind of, but more interesting, the equal opposite of, is true of negative experiences, which I'll get into a little bit. Uh, although when talking about special occasions, I think people mostly focus on celebration, which is ubiquitously considered the positive side of special occasions. Marking what, it, what is or was out of the norm is the important factor here in terms of special occasions, positive or negative. So classic examples are holidays, graduations, reunions, etc. But as we all know, if you distort reality enough, you can make anything into a special occasion. <laughs> Any pizza becomes a personal pizza if you can eat the whole thing, right? Keep that in mind as we go. <laughs> So how do we mark these special occasions? With other people, sometimes. Food, booze, cigars, parties, binge-watching shows, etc. And often, all of the above. And more. Okay? Funny enough, I use the exact same definition for commiseration, which what a lot of people consider the opposite of celebration. Which I consider ubiquitously the, the negative side of special occasions. Still a special occasion, though insofar as that it, it's a special occasion, often social, but that's optional with the intention of marking and remarking a specific person, place, date, or event that is or was out of the norm. <gasps> Again, marking what is or was out of the norm is what's important here. Okay, so how do we humans mark these special occasions? <laughs> with other people, sometimes food, booze, cigars, parties, binge watching shows, etc. often all of the above and more. I remember when this occurred to me, my brain exploded. <laughs> uh, if you need a bit more convincing, again, Dr. Kashi, why do you think commiseration and celebration are the same thing, especially when it comes to changing for the better? Well, think about it this way. If you had a subjectively positive or a subjectively negative experience in your life, it's a special event with a relatively intense feeling. The value of good or bad assigned to that feeling, I think, is pretty disconnected. Boiled down, positive or negative, celebration or commiseration, you have an intense feeling that is elicited from experiencing or remembering an abnormal event, something out of the norm, okay? And the more intense this feeling is, the easier it is for you to give yourself permission to do something out of the norm, something that might sabotage progress you've made. Continuing to reduce it down, what are the important factors here? A thing happened, you feel strongly about that thing, the stronger you feel about that thing, the more likely you are to act out. That's probably the easiest way to boil it down. Something out of the norm happens or something cued you to remember something that happened out of the norm, that something created an intense feeling and this intense feeling is now something you have to navigate. And this, as Dr. Keshe says, where things get spicy. This is where things get spicy. You've heard the term misery loves company, right? If no, that's okay, too. Context clues are all you need to know. Uh, misery loves company, as they say. <laughs> Whether it's the company of another person, food, alcohol, drugs, smoking, Netflix, all the above, whatever, right? What we just discussed. An interesting way to view company, but it's still, right? Well, celebration does that, too. <laughs> but I guess that's implied. So to take a step back here, special occasions of all types Celebration or commiseration are marked with the exact same behaviors. Interesting, right? Mostly the exact same anyway, which means that they're similar. Uh, and now that we have that out of the way, uh, again, like, Dr. Crashy, this is so crazy. Why does this happen? You're a crazy person. Well, let's take a look at this feedback loop here. Uh, you mark things giving you positive feelings by doing things that also give you positive feelings. This strengthens the experience. And I think you feel what I mean here. That makes sense, right? Fair enough. What about things that give you negative feelings? What do you want to do? You want to feel better. So how do you make yourself feel better? You go back and do the things that give you positive feelings. Oh, okay. All right. So either a positive experience happens on its own, or you seek to create a positive experience. And you try to recreate the former to impact the latter in an attempt to stabilize your mood. Ooh, when you feel crappy, you try and mimic the times that you felt good. Makes perfect sense, right? You do things to try and make yourself feel better. And this is where stuff gets spicier, gets spicier. What if you mark all of your positive experiences with things that end up taking you further from where you want to be? That may end up causing you problems, right? That's an interesting predicament. And given the examples I've given above and how a lot of current culture is, I think that may actually be the case, that people mark their positive experiences with otherwise self-sabotaging behaviors. Context is key, obviously, but I think you know what I mean. It's extremely easy to give yourself permission to do an otherwise self-sabotaging behavior because you're celebrating. But the same thing happens when you're commiserating. And these are things that are hardly ever connected that the the justification during a positive experience is completely out the window. You just, it's it's like the the stimulus to response is like such a short window. Um, But now that you know, you're marking a special occasion and that special occasions happen very often with the current definition of special occasion we have, the reason why they are so special and they happen so often is that they only differ in what makes them special but the fact that there's an event and that event gives you an intense feeling that can be applied a lot of different places all the time. Okay. To blow this out, let's say you have a hundred different events that only happen once a year. Now you have justifiably permission giving special occasion more than twice per week. Seem familiar? Hmm. And that's just the positive ones. What about the negative ones? Before you know it, there's a special occasion damn near every day when you incorporate the positive and the negative stuff, and you'd be right. You'd be right. Does this mean I'm insinuating that you should downplay social special occasions? Far from it, far from it. Well, then Dr. Cassie, what the heck should I do? Well, that is a fabulous question, okay? Let's summarize this, because I know I covered some crazy stuff here. Uh, Celebrating and commiserating are both special events, (laughs) okay? And a special event is essentially when you mark the happening or memory of an out-of-the-norm experience eliciting an intense feeling. You do things you consider positive when you experience a strong positive feeling. You do that to mark it, right? That's, that's how you learn stuff effectively. You also do things you consider positive, more or less, when you experience strong negative feelings in an attempt to mimic the events that give you positive feelings some other time as a way to correct your mood. So what does this really mean? What does this really mean? I think focusing on how you think and behave during positive experiences is just as much, if not more important, than focusing on what happens when you feel negative. If you're selective about doing relatively benign, but productive and positive things when you feel good, then you give yourself a fighting chance to default to those behaviors when you feel bad. Because more or less the way people celebrate and the way people mark positive stuff, if you do it when you feel negative, that's when it's called self-sabotage. But when you do it and you feel positive, it's called celebration. And to me, it's all the same. It's all the same. And I know lots of focus is put on negative stuff for obvious reasons, but I think this may prove to be a less popular but, but tremendously powerful tool. So a, a double summary here <laughs> is to really pay special attention to how you act when you mark positive experiences since they make you feel good, right? They may very well have an impact on how you act when you feel down and want to make yourself feel better. So your job is to figure out the things you like to do. Of those things, how many of them help you get you closer to where you want to be? Or at the very least, keep you free of damage control. (laughs) And when you feel good, start doing that stuff more, way more. And again, you might give yourself a fighting chance on defaulting to behaviors that may actually help you when you feel crappy. So I hope that makes sense, how special occasions really do encompass positive events and negative events. It's just something that happens that gives you an intense feeling and now you have to contend with that intense feeling. And the more intense a feeling is, the more likely it stacks the cards in the favor of you acting in a way that's out of the norm. But if it's a positive experience, then acting out of the norm is socially acceptable and if it's a negative experience enacting acting out of the norm might be something considered completely different. But the reality is that the impact of that behavior still has the, the same relative effect on the progress you make. So think about what you do when you feel good, because it will have an impact on what you do when you feel crappy. I hope that makes sense. I was freaking out about this. <laughs> Oh, I'll make sure to attack all your commentary very soon. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I had a fabulous time talking to everybody at this very special occasion. Y'all have an awesome day. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out.